This episode has been brought to you by Made With Rage. Made With Rage is a black British-owned Etsy store selling Harry Potter and Star Wars face masks, perfect for this current times, swimwear, bags, and loads more. All products have been handmade with love and care, and bespoke requests are welcome. To find out more, click on the link in the description, or visit etsy.com slash madewithrage0. You said you'd come. Lawrence, hope Hello everybody, good afternoon, welcome to episode 83 of the Wulong Talks podcast. My name is Jason, I'm the host of the show, as you know by now, and I'm joined as always by my brethren, Mr. Rich Kid, aka Mr. Rich Reviews. Rich, say what's up? What's happening, people? Yeah, and I said this is uh, episode 83. We're joined today by a very special guest, somebody who's been on the show before, and we will introduce her to you shortly. Um, Rich Kid, how you been, mate? How's everything been going? Yeah, not too bad, man. Not too bad. I mean, basically, uh, everybody who's, anybody who's, who follows me on social media knows that um, I've been a bit more... Uh, I've, I've been on Twitter a bit more. You know, I'm, I'm a bit of a Twitter phobe, innit? But I've been on Twitter a bit more, but basically because I haven't had a phone for like nearly the whole of January. So I've been on Twitter just arguing with, with Google, trying to send me out a replacement. Um, but then, yeah, that's, that's, I think that's the, most, that's the most exciting thing that's been happening in my life right now. Um, can I talk about anything or does it have to be anime or manga related? Uh, not for the introduction. You can talk about whatever you want in the intro. Okay, cool. Hey, well, listen, check this, man. Me and, me and Luke have been killing Indiana Jones films, right? Hmm. So... We, so the last one, obviously, we've done it in order. He's loving Indiana Jones. All he does is walk around the house humming Indiana Jones song. And basically, because he does it, then I start doing it. So there's two people around the house going like, <laughs> we get to Kingdom of the Last Film, which is Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, right? I put it on, and it says, made in 2008. Lucas eating his food, puts his fork back into his bowl and goes, hold on, daddy, wait. When was this made? And I was like, you can read. When does it say it was made? And it goes 2008. And I was like, yeah. And he goes, no, 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 I don't like this one. I only like the old ones. And I was like, no, <laughs> trust me, we need to watch them. Yeah, we need to watch them, right? Like, we've seen the others. It doesn't make sense to watch them back to back. And he was like, okay, then cool. So we press play and the Paramount picture comes up and he goes, oh, it's fuzzy. Okay, because it's fuzzy, that means it's a really, really good film. So already I know this boy is, this boy belongs to me, yeah, because he understands quality, right? <laughs> and then it's <laughs> and then it's the actual film starts and it's got the whole build up to it and everything. And then Indiana Jones, and he's I can see his face. He's kind of just like, okay, this is it doesn't feel the same. I I don't think he understands why it doesn't feel the same, but he's got that feeling that it doesn't feel the same. When Indiana Jones pops up on screen and it's an older Harrison Ford, he jumped out of his chair and he went, What? Why does Indiana Jones look dirty, old and drunk? He looks alcoholic, Daddy. Look at his beard. Turn it off. Turn it off. I don't like this one. I want the old one. I want the old one. 
Uh, oh, but then it was just, a, but it was just a thing of like, like there, there was that part of me where I was looking again, like, you know what? By rights, you, you're not right. But this film is actually a bad film, and you know it already. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's 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 learning. Um, he's, he's picking up good taste already, which is yeah, a, a great thing to see. How much? How much? How many years was there before? The one with um, is it the one with when was the one with Shia LaBeouf? When did that one come out? Uh, that's the same one, two thousand and eight. That's the two thousand eight yeah. one. How long? Yeah. How much? Yeah. How much time was in there between that one and the one before it? Oh, years! Because the Last Crusade. Yeah. When was the Last Crusade? Uh... Last, last, no, Last Crusade was eighty nine. I, I was thinking. Yeah, I was, so was yeah, I even alive like, when Last that's, Crusade that's came decades. out? Because I don't. I was yeah. one when the Last Crusade came out. Are you serious? Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, we've um, been joined by uh, a recurring guest on the show, uh, somebody who's a friend of of Wulong Talks and somebody who's always a pleasure to have on. This is, I believe, her fourth appearance now, I want to say, on the Wulong Talks podcast. It is, of course, the one and only Yellow Rage Attacks, aka Marquita. Marquita, welcome back to Wulong Talks. (laughs) How have you been? Um, Wow. The years, the years been rocky, but we're still here. We're still here in it. That's, that's all I can yeah, say. exactly. We're still, <laughs> we're still drawing here. breath, so yeah. you've got to be thankful for the small mercies, isn't it? But yeah, it's been um, it's been fun. Like, what have I been doing? I've been well, not much because there ain't no gym, so I ain't even been doing that. Just working, and um, I've been watching some old um animes actually. So like, Amazon Prime has some really good yeah. like old dubbed anime on there. Mm-hmm. So while during the day while I'm working, I just put that on. I love a bit of dubbed anime while I'm working, and um, yeah, I was watching. I uh, finished off Wolf's Rain the other day. That is the is most. That, de- that is the most depressing anime. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, oh, if you if you want to be sad, it's a good anime. But if you want to be sad, yeah, this is, that's yeah. the shit to watch. <laughs> yeah, by the end of it, I was just like, if I was a crier, I would have been crying in it. <laughs> it was just. It wasn't. It's not like if you're if you're if you're not if you're, if you're depressed, don't watch that that anime because it's gonna push you over the edge. But it's it's really good. The um the ah uh, oh, the the intro for it is um a song called Stray. It's re- and it's a classic. Like as soon as you you'll be singing it like as from the first episode, it just had me hooked. I love I love a good um intro. Um, yeah. and so it's basically about a it's like it's the future dystopian future you know the world's coming to an end like it's the next ice age kind of thing and there's a certain subcategory of of humans can turn into wolves and then it takes you for a whole journey where they have they're looking they're following this uh, quote-unquote flower but the flower is actually a person um and it's a really it's a really nice anime very emotional um really does get like the main antagonist in it is absolutely nuts by the end of it. He's completely lost the plot. Mm. But um, yeah, it's, it's really good. Definitely watch it, but it's a sad one. So <laughs> just just so you know, I think it's like 20, 30, 20 to 30 episodes. Right, right. And um, when was on this on Amazon? On did you Prime. Say? Yeah, it's on Prime, but I think it must be on others because it's, it's quite an old one. I can't remember exactly. I've only seen it on Prime. I've only seen it on Prime. Seen, it must it must be on other things, other platforms. But I just I don't mm. know if I've I haven't looked for it on other platforms because I just saw it on Prime. 
I watched it. It's actually, it's actually been on my list to watch for years. I remember when it first came out. And, um, no, watch it and, like and, give, and, like watch it definitely, but it's a sad yeah. one. You're not, you're not gonna be like yay at the end of it. Because, <laughs> hmm. because, and I, the, and the last Comic Con we went to, I was actually going to because they had you know, you know, I don't really buy DVDs of well DVDs. I don't buy DVDs full stop. Forget that. Yeah. Um, I was gonna buy um um the Blu-ray version of it because I I collect box sets, so mm. I don't have a lot of Blu-rays, but I like to collect the, the special editions. And the Wolf Reigns, um um collector's edition of Blu-ray collector's edition, it was really, really nice. And I was this close to buying it at the last one. And um and I did see you mention it on your Twitter about how you started watching it. And then um yeah. my internet, that's another thing. My internet's been playing up this whole week, which has only just got better. Um so now that you've said that, I'm, I'm gonna listen, technology left me. 21 technology left me. So so yeah, so I'm gonna I'm definitely gonna give yeah. it a go then. I mean it's, it's over 20, it's nearly 20 years old, 2003. Yeah. IMDB's telling me it come out. Yeah, it's it's nice though. I love old art anime styles because it's that anime style where everyone just had ridiculously long legs. Mm. Uh, yeah. So yeah. you can always tell what what era something was made in because we went from really long legs, huge, huge massive eyes, and then the body proportions kind of sorted themselves out, but everyone started to look more childlike. So, but I, I really like that that throwback to the that old anime arts. And there was another one I watched, which was quite good, called Outlaw Star. Oh, yeah, yeah. It okay, was, go, go, go. It kind of reminded me of was it was it Space Dandy that you that you recommended me to watch, Jason? And and I didn't understand what the hell was going on. <laughs> I think it was Space Dandy, probably. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It kind of reminded me of Space Dandy and a little bit like Cowboy Bebop, but not quite. Hmm. Um, but um, yeah, Outlaw Star was funny. Um, that's a that's another that's a good one to watch if you like funny stuff. Hmm. Hmm. Like well, a... well, well, here's a bit about Outlaw Star. Um, Outlaw Star was basically one of the shows that that helped kick off the whole introduction of anime to the West. Anyway, so do you me- do you remember watching it on on Tsunami, um, Jason? When we, when we yeah, 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 totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, so um, yeah, so Outlaw Star is Outlaw Star is basically one of those classics that kind of got overshadowed by Cowboy Bebop and Dragon Ball Z. But a lot of people, well, I mean, it's, it's got a bit of a cult following. And I actually bought the box set, the collector's box set for that mm. at the last Comic-Con in, in place of Wolf's Range, just by chance. Um, but I just really, I've actually just realised I've never watched the whole thing. So I actually need to go back and, and finish it myself. So um, Yeah, well, definitely. We'll just, like, watch yeah. it. It's good. I need to, I need to, I want to keep jumping on some more of the older stuff. Like I was re-watching things like Akira and all of that. Because, you know, when you watch things like 20 odd, 25 years ago and then, people ask you questions you're like you know what I don't remember a damn thing that happened in this <laughs> let, mm. let me rewatch it so I've got like a whole list of stuff that I need to of really old stuff that I want to rewatch. and um those ones were they popped up on my prime so well I'll yeah, give yeah. them a give them a watch yeah cool cool well, if you haven't guessed by now, listeners, so if um, the, the presence of uh, Marquita, aka Yellow Rage Attacks, hasn't given it away, we're talking about anime today. Um, as you know, we've kind of been going on, on this journey for the better part of a year, really, where I've been introducing my young son to anime. Um, and it's kind of culminated in him definitely showing an interest in it uh bear in mind he's still young so he can't really like tell you too much as to what's going on but he is interested in kind of like the color and the vibrancy of the animation and things like that so so I think that's something that's kind of set him on the path I hope to becoming an anime fan um but what we're going to do today is we're going to talk a little bit about some things because first of all I am 42 years old and I did not know that there were different subgenres in anime 
and I did not <laughs> I did not know that I literally only discovered this about a year ago and was like what there's different subgenres um so today we're for those of you who are like me who don't know what the hell the different genres are um we're going to run through a couple of the different genres and and explain kind of what they are and um, Marquita hopefully will be able to help us kind of contextualize what some of the, the, the things mean and um, maybe make some recommendations and then what we're going to do is if you are a first timer to anime and you're somebody who, who doesn't really watch anime too often then we're going to try and pick out some anime series that we would recommend that you watch as a first timer so that you get a real sense of, of the style and the genre and, and various different things. Um, but before we begin with that, actually, uh, something that you've probably noticed if you've been listening to the podcast for, you know, the last couple of months, you'll, you'll know that we have a show sponsor uh, called Made With Rage. Now, um, the person behind Made With Rage is the one and only Marquita. And, um, you know, I thought it'd be a good idea first just to kind of give you an opportunity to talk a little bit about Made With Rage and and uh, kind of how it's been going and what you do and why everybody should be coming to you for their... Um, uh, their geek face masks and and um, hand designed swimwear and, and various other items. So, uh, Marquita, yeah, just explain a little bit about Made with Rage. Um, <clears throat> yeah, it was. It just kind of started off as like a people were really into like the stuff that I would make um, and would ask me for things. So I thought I'd set myself up a little Etsy shop, and I have. And I may I've been making. Well, the face mask craze has kind of passed now. Because I think everybody's pretty much got their got their face masks that they need that they'll be using. But I still take requests for them, and I still make them up. And even started making some custom ones. So like, if you've got a logo or anything that you want, I can make up a batch for you. Um, and then obviously the swimwear market's a little bit slow because nobody's going anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. So so I've just been using this time to sort of do uh, market research and update my learn about you know online selling and seo tagging and all that lovely that lovely stuff but mm. yeah the shop's still open i'm still putting out new stuff at least aiming for to do at least something new once a month probably going to throw some more um bags as well up like shoulder bags or bum bags or fanny packs whatever you want to call them these days that i've got some ideas for and i'm just going to keep working on it and plugging away at it. I think once the world is reasonably back to normal and, we, and various countries aren't being banned from flying to different different places, I'll definitely sort out the swim side more a bit more efficiently. But apart from that, if you're UK-based and you're looking for something that you just want to support a small business, definitely give my little shop a, a look. Yeah, yeah. Amen, man. Um, especially if you're looking to support some more black British business as well, uh, then make sure you go and check out Made With Rage Zero on Etsy.com. Um, you'll find everything there. And as Marquita said as well, she does take requests. So, you know, if there's something specific that you had in mind, um, drop her a line and I'm, I'm sure she'll be able to uh, make that happen for you. Um, brilliant. All right, cool. Well, uh, I guess we may as well dive into our main chat, really, because um, 
the thing with the genres, how I came across it was I had started watching uh, an anime called Prison School. Um, oh and I remember gosh. when you and I, when I first saw it, and I, I think I messaged you straight away after the first episode. And I was like, oh my God, what the fuck is this? Like, this is amazing, but it's fucked up. Like, what's going on? Did you watch, did you watch the, um, the uncensored version? No, I don't think so. I think I only got the um, the the censored version. I, I Man, don't think I got the censored If you one. rewatch it, rewatch it uncensored because okay, I'll one have of to those track anime that you need to because it is. I think what we're going to discuss in a bit because it is an etchy based anime. Hmm. Watching etchy uncensored is just pointless because you need to have it uncensored so you can actually feel the absurdity of the storyline <laughs> right right okay yeah but prison, <laughs> prison school is a good one that is funny oh my goodness yeah that is just insane yeah. um so yeah I mean I, I said I, I messaged you and was just like what the holy hell and then that kind of started a conversation and then I was like okay well let me go and look this thing up and then I realized um as Marquita mentioned there's this whole genre called etchy um which I, I guess Broadly speaking, the best way to describe it, Marquita, would be like kind of bawdy sex comedies, I guess, like kind of um, yeah, it's kind maybe of like... in the spirit of like kind of old, you know, 1970s British sex comedies, like Confessions of a Window Cleaner or something like that. that you yeah, know, that it's... type of a thing. Etchy is, um, to be fair, Etchy is, is actually probably my favourite genre because I just love the absurdity of some of the plot lines that they come up with in mm. order to have the Etchy um, make... Um, like part of it so to me it's like a case of the best way to describe it is it's um it's just funny sex jokes taken to the max because you can only go so far but it, sometimes it with etchy though you'd be watching one and think this really should be classified as a hentai but yeah, it's yeah. not <laughs> but then you, and then you and then you're looking at it some and then some other ones you're just they, you know you get a lot more of sort of very uh, large chest bouncing or you know they fall over a lot and their skirts are up or you'll have a character that may not wear underwear for some ungodly reason and it's it's just really ridiculous but it's it's still really funny mm. yeah I mean it, it's just it's wild I mean I, I was trying to think if I've seen any other itchy since then and I haven't and I was kind of like oh, okay I'm gonna try and check some of this out but um but I just never really got around to tracking down some others. But, but yeah, I said I was. My mind was just blown that there's all these different kind of subgenres. And I mean, prison school, would, as Marquita said, is 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 hilarious because it's absurd. It's just absolutely absurd. Um, and you know, from the research that I've done, it seems like that's kind of the the way that a lot of etchy is. Yes. Um, <laughs> Yeah, a lot of it is is, is in that same manner. So, um, yeah, I guess it's it's kind of you know, prison school is perhaps the best example of of um, something that you could get from uh, from that genre. But it, yeah, it just, it just it's wild. It's just wild. <laughs> like I can't even I can't even begin to explain kind of like the the concept behind prison school and stuff. It's just yeah, prison school is a bit more of an obscure one actually because it's not really it's not really one that a lot of people like go to straight away for etchy. If mm. like high school um, DxD is like is one of the most popular etchies, right? And that one is actually really good. Um, there's another one called To Love Rue, but that is also kind of borderline 
There's a borderline hentai, kinda, but not mm. if I remember correctly. But some of it, um, yeah, Two Love Room, High School DxD. There's a run that's come out recently called H X Eros. So there are these, so stupid. There are these insects that are attacking the planet, and they mm. are sucking the sexual energy out of young people, okay. which means that the birth rate is declining very rapidly. So there's now a group of people who have, of young teenagers who have um, really high sexual energy who have to run around and defeat the insects and they have to charge up their sexual energy with each other. And it is just, well, not with each other, but in the in, in <laughs> variety of ways. So mm. I was sitting there and watching it and I'm like, first of all, who came up with this concept to even make it into like a light novel for it to get a, a manga, for it to now get an actual TV series? <laughs> because <laughs> some of these things you sit there and you really think to yourself like what like mm. it just doesn't yeah it was, it was that, that one was really funny I'm still watching it at the moment because I like to I watch it on Funimation when they, whenever they release a new dubbed episode but that's mm. really that's a funny one um but <clears throat> yeah Echi's wanna and most the thing is most anime have some element of Echi anyway it's mm. how they get the they keep, they sort of keep the target audience, but without push, because they're targeting obviously 13 or 14 year olds in most um, very, like early teens, you're not gonna have full on sex anywhere. So mm. it's a way to get the sort of funny day-to-day -day stupidity of, of being early, a young teen in there to in without it being a full blown adult style or adult targeted anime. Mm. and it thrives i mean you know every season we've got something like two or three new ones that have the etchy tag so you know mm. it works yeah i mean clearly it's successful as you said i mean um it, it seems to be something that you know a lot of anime does it, it incorporates a kind of etchy style in in one way shape or form and it's just a matter of how far they're prepared to go down that road as to whether mm -hmm. you would define it as a, a as a full-blown etchy or not but yeah. yeah you know in 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 various ways they all kind of um borrow from that and as you said i guess it's a way of them keeping hold of their, their target audience um i also discovered that apparently the the, the name or etchy comes from the word from the way you would say the letter h in hentai so that's where apparently the word etchy came from really um, oh. yeah yeah that's apparently so yeah <laughs> some linguistics for you yeah yeah <laughs> you see you might learn something from us listeners you never know <laughs> But um, yeah, so apparently that's where the term etchy came from because of the, the, the way that they would pronounce the H in hentai. And then, as, as said, it kind of evolved and, and started to, be, to mean something else. But, but yeah, it's, it's, it's just fascinating because, as I said, I've, I've now done this deep dive into different genres and things like that. Um, so we'll definitely uh, go through some of these other ones. Um, one that I'm not really... A, big well not necessarily not a big fan of but not necessarily that well versed in is is uh, demons um which listeners that basically means what it says on the tin it's it's anime about <laughs> demons and, and the devil and demonic things and things like that yeah um and rich i'll bring you in on this one um yeah but in terms of like kind of demon stuff firstly marquita i mean is is there anything that um 
you know sort of stands out apart from say maybe like devil man or, or something like that is there anything that, that you can think of within the kind of demon uh um, genre most of the demon genres that i watched were unfortunately they were hentai um they were... <laughs> <laughs> it's okay uh, we don't judge we don't judge well, <laughs> i mean you've got the you've got the classics from back in the day like you wrote sukadoji legend of the overfiend which was basically sex and demons um and then you had it was old uh you've got guy awakening of the devil which wasn't well that wasn't really about demons that was more about that was definitely it was a space-based one actually um guy is um uh but you, you know he got infected on some planet and turned into a monster so i guess you might pop it in the demonish kind of category but you know anywhere there's sort of um a summoning of any kind you could mm. class it as a as, as some sort of demonic um energy there's a lot of there's a lot of anime uh what you might find with summoning as well if that's the route you're going down so like isekai style anime so that's the the ones where they're either reincarnated in a new life or they enter a game somehow mm. so that's what the isekai genre is which is it's all right that genre to be fair but it started to annoy me a bit because it was all it's just a bit too samey samey mm -hmm. um but um yeah that's about it like most of the demon if you're looking for demons you're nine times out of ten are like oh high school or dxd that's demon she's a just the daughter the man one of the main characters is the daughter of the devil or something right, right so there's right. that's one that's demon based and it's etchy and it's reverse mm -hmm. i know and it's a harem um okay. that one drops into and it and it can be i think you could consider it slice of life a little bit because it's based in a school in the human world mm -hmm. mm. so that one actually covers quite a and it's actually got quite a good plot line as for as ridiculous as it is it does have quite a, a decent plot line so you'll you will be would be held um it's quite interesting but um cool. yeah mo most demon stuff i watch is is hentai based which means we know it's going to get just a bit stupid by the end by lab at least five minutes into it Mm. <laughs> yeah well, the, the doji, um, mm. that's basically i mean that's i mean if i think that's what that's what i started i think that's what i started on if, if there was basically like 10 animes or mangas that i first that i started watching at a particular age and i knew what it was that that, that definitely would have been one of them yeah it's um, a classic and everyone knows yeah, it yeah. but I, I don't think a lot of people realize like when they mention it, you're, and I'm looking at them like you do realize that that is a porno. Like it's not. Yeah, 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 yeah. Listen, listen, we're, 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 listen. We're all adults here. Yeah. I, 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 I had that video on repeat. I was 13 years old. That video was on repeat, standardly, right? And, oh. and I remember, I remember my uncle walking in one time and catching all of all me and my cousins watching it. I mean, like not like in a perverted way, but like you know, it's it's animation. You know, when you're a kid animation yeah. is animation and then if it's got blood and guts, you shouldn't have been watching it for your more. age yeah <laughs> yeah but, yeah but then he was just like ah oh, and he started blaming me oh that yeah you're the bad influence and everyone both of those kids both of those cousins have had children out of wedlock i'm not trying to judge anybody yeah, <laughs> but i'm so just mean. saying <laughs> <laughs> but i'm just saying right <laughs> i know me but um but yeah uh, yeah I, I think that's probably one of the most famous ones and, and at, at the same time that it helped kick it off in the west I think that's also the, the the anime that nearly crashed the anime in the West as well, because I think that's what got people's, um, you know, like the British board classification and the Mary Whitehouses of that generation 
that's what really caught their attention. They were just like, this isn't Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. These are people getting getting effed by demons. What kind of craziness is this? Do you know what? I have this conversation with people so often. It's it's almost as if you mention anime and and people straight away are like, oh, Oh, it's it's for kids, and I'm like, well, yeah. what are you what are you talking about? You do realize that in the West we have animated programs that are targeted at audiences. Like, I would never let my child watch Disenchantment. You know what I mean? Like mm. on mm. on Netflix, like I would never let them watch that because that has. I don't, I don't even know what that is. What, oh, it's um, is. it's by Matt Groening, is it? It's the uh, creator of The Simpsons, Matt Groening. Yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah. You know, yeah. and I wouldn't let them watch. Oh, what's that one with the hormone monster? Oh my god, the name eludes me. Oh, oh, Big Mouth. Big Mouth. Yeah, like what it's animated, but you would never let your kids watch that. <laughs> like mm. you just wouldn't, it's just not something you would do. And the same, it's the same thing with anime. Oh, it's for kids. And I think every because in the Western world, most of the time you're gonna get like since we're on the topic of genres, most people only re- recognize the shonen genre, which mm. is Dragon Ball Z, Naruto. Um, Bleach, you know, the big three. Um, yeah. And then the, the latest ones that have come out, like My Hero Academy um, and like Demon Slayer and all of that. These are the only ones that people actually sort of take in in their mind. But I wouldn't let my kids watch Parasite. Hmm. Like you just wouldn't, there's certain things you just wouldn't let young, young kids watch. So no, it isn't targeted hmm. at kids. It's, you know, it's, it is it's whoever the target audience is, the same way we have uh, are with our live live I hate that we call it live action but anyway with your normal series you have series that are targeted for children that come in during the day or early in the morning and then you have the shit that comes on after 9 p.m for the adults mm. same mm. thing yeah I mean just before we we move on to um, some other genres I I, um, I I totally agree with that and I think it's it's almost the I would almost blame Disney, to be honest, because I think... <laughs> no, seriously, because I think no, Disney's, right, right. Right, Disney's right, influence right. is so powerful over <laughs> animation as an art form that I think everybody has come to... Well, certainly people in the West have come to kind of... Um, to kind of draw the conclusion that that, you know everything that is animated is is in some way related to Disney's values or their art style or you know the, these kind of things because they they so dominate um, the, the Western animated world and people forget that animation is is an art form that's open to various different interpretations just like any other art form so you may have some things that are you know, as said, are, are, are great for youngsters and for kids. There mm-hmm. might be some things that are educational. There might be some things that entertain. There might be some things that, that choose to go down like kind of darker paths. But, you know, the, the point is that, you know, animation and anime specifically, J- Japanese animation is is a broad church. There's like, you can get everything there, you know, whatever your, yeah. whatever your particular um, thing is. is that you yeah. like, you're, I'm sure there will be an anime out there somewhere for you in it mm-hmm. because, you know, there, there's just so much of this, this content that, that gets created. And as I said, the, the Japanese kind of view anime as, as um, you know, as an art form that encompasses various different things. So, so yeah, I mean, you, you're right. It's 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 interesting the reaction you get from some people who don't watch anime. Um, yeah. When you tell them that you watch anime, it, it is interesting because um, 
you know, I think people have certain assumptions that have been built into their head thanks to Disney. So, yeah. I think it's as well, it's a connection issue for some people. Like more people, you, you're more likely to feel a connection when you're seeing real people on the screen, mm. um, which yeah. is why, yeah. you know, in, in for example, um, the hentai genres, you get the most ridiculous storylines, which are basically illegal. Mm. But because it's animated, oh, it's not real. Mm. And I think that's where people can do the disassociation. Yeah, and yeah. And, yeah. and watch yeah. it. So you, uh, we can watch things like EastEnders and all of that, and and we and we can associate the, with them because they talk about real life issues. But even if you had the real life issue in an animation, you may not be so into it because you're just like, well, this isn't a real thing. These these people aren't these aren't people. Mm. So I think there's definitely a, like a connection issue. But I mean, like you said. Whatever your genre is, we have they have the same amount of um, um, of, of storylines available to you. Um, mm. You can watch mm. whatever you feel like. You can watch, you know, detective style, psychological thriller. The same categories that we have in the West, they have you have in anime, basically. Mm. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, here's another one that I just was like, what, why have I not heard of this before? And then when I realized it existed was like, oh yeah, there's loads of things that I've seen that are like this. But what the one that you mentioned earlier, Marquita Harim. Yeah, Harim, um, yeah. Yeah, or Harim, sorry, I'm, I'm using the, the kind of Arabic word for it. Um, but yeah, Harim, which again, I, when I stumbled across these genres, I was like, what? Was, but then I was so like, many. wait, but I've seen so oh, many of these in the yes. past, <laughs> you know? So why, why am it. I so surprised that there's, there's a so genre? Many elements. There's so <laughs> many elements of harem in most, even in most um, shonens that you watch, you're mm. always going to have three or four or five characters, kind of female characters link onto the, the male uh, protagonist. Mm. It happens a lot, mm. Um, mm. especially um in like I was re-watching some of Bleach and you and I noticed that there were quite a few he was gaining the respect of quite a lot of I wouldn't necessarily call it a harem because they weren't in love with him but mm. he gains quite a lot of um Ichigo get, get, gains quite a lot of respect from a lot of the female characters around him despite his age and that mm. and it's really interesting because there's elements of harem in everything but then you'll then also have ones that are strictly harem and it's literally one guy and there's like 20 girls that are all in love with him, all trying to get his attention. And those are those are those ones tend to be etchy and they tend to be really funny as well, comedy, the comedy genre. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, I was gonna say that there's usually like a really big focus, isn't there, on kind of comedy and, and um romance and, and that kind of thing. But you're right, it's it's something that as said has popped up in so so many different anime that I've watched over the years and was like, oh okay, so it's using elements of that. I mean, even in a way kind of Doctor Stone, I I've kind of not really been watching it that much to be honest I've kind of lost interest but it, it incorporates back? elements of that as well it has yeah yeah it's oh, okay. back now. oh god something else I need to catch up on all right yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yes. yeah you're going to be busy for a while yeah but um but yeah yeah as I said it, it I, I was just surprised because I was like crikey there's there's just so many things that are like there's this. so many Crazy. and you know what actually Crazy. um reverse harem as well is mm. one that's not as popular but there's there's a couple of of animes out there that are reverse harem, but they tend to be they tend to be quite uncomfortable in nature when you watch mm. because it's very, you know, misogynistic and all of the istics you wanna and isms you wanna apply. 
Mm. It tends to be that based, and the the, the female the the female uh, main character is usually always very wishy washy, and even more wishy washy than the male ones, mm. the male main characters in the normal harems. But it's um, there's there's some of them. I think it's called Vampire Vampire School or Vampire Night School. That's a reverse harem, um, mm. and. Yeah, it's, it's called Vampire Knight, but Knight is spelled K-N-I-G-H-T. Um, right. That's like a word. That's a reverse harm. This is kind of weird, but it's all right. Hmm. Um, and there's there's quite a lot of this. Some other ones that I watched, um, Boys Over Flowers is like a reverse harm as well, which is an old anime, hmm. but it's it's actually good actually. If you want it, if they, if you're looking for an old classic, Boys Over Flowers is a is a good one to um to watch that that was animated and it had a live a live version done as well right okay um that one's that one's interesting but yeah like the harem the harem genre is very very popular i mean if you went onto my anime list now which is a sort of like a a, the the source hub a hub of all anime and manga um Mm. i'm sure like millions would come up yeah no doubt no doubt well, let's move on to another genre that I think um, a lot of people are going to recognize, and that, of course, is martial arts. Um, oh, yep. Now, you know, this is probably where I would say. Rich will know all the good ones. Yeah, yeah. Rich is definitely going to know some good ones on that. I'm going to know the old ones, you know. And to be honest, like right now, my mind is drawing a blank. But if you guys start, yeah, if you guys start mentioning them, then, like, you know what usually happens? You guys start mentioning them. And then, then I start to remember stuff. Well, we've got, like, well, we've got um, what was what what came out on Netflix? Is it Backy? That's a that, yes. that was that yeah, was a, that was a yeah. continuation, wasn't it, of the mm-hmm. the hammer of his father? Was it his father was in the original? I never yes. watched the one yeah. before. Yeah, I only watched the one yeah. on Netflix. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, uh, I mean, martial arts. It, 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 I think in, in anime terms and again correct me if I'm wrong here Marquita but I think in anime terms martial arts doesn't necessarily refer to hand-to-hand combat alone I think it can sometimes refer to sword play gun fighting um like armed combat and things like that I from from what I've understood anyway that they they would consider all of that martial arts um so any anime that kind of features that at its as its central point will be um, classed within that yeah, I category. I think you probably, you might be, you might, I'm just on my anime list now seeing what genres they show. So you'd probably, um, it might, uh, most of it would probably come under like sports style as well. Um, yeah, if yeah, you've got a sport. Yeah, because yeah, sport can come under that as well, can't it? Yeah. Yeah. So there's a lot of, um, I mean, I wouldn't necessarily say like martial arts as its own kind of category. You'd probably just have to go into like sport and oh wait no there is a martial arts category prove me wrong um you know naruto's under there dragon ball z of course yeah yeah i mean the 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 obvious ones would be i guess as you said naruto and and dragon some of the latest ones that have come out um god of high school which was done by the mappa studios who's doing attack on titan Mm. um god of high school is actually really good but it's it it's a bit fast so some if you don't read the manhwa because it's actually based on a korean a Korean uh, writer, writer's book, um, which are manwas, 
um, some of it might not make sense because some of the episodes, they went from one to another and then there was the power of friendship. And I was like, I don't even understand how these characters are friends, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, because they literally met two episodes ago. But mm. yeah, it's uh, martial arts is definitely, I mean, they're, you know, they're big on their spiritualism and that, you know, in the East. So, mm. and that's, that plays a lot into martial arts about, you know, controlling your ang- like your emotions and making sure you make the right decisions. Because I know, I'm sure Rich would be able to go would would go into great greater detail than I could ever do, but you know it's just about mastering yourself, isn't it? Really? Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. Yeah. Martial arts. Yeah, yeah. So, that is probably the one thing they all seem to have in common, isn't it? Is is that thread that you know it's about a, an individual learning to master themselves almost mm. rather than master an art. Um, you know, they're kind of learning how to. Um, you know, control their emotion and 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 develop as, as as a person as much as learn, you know, said martial art and, and, and things like that. So yeah. so yeah, that's definitely a, a common thread that runs through there. Um Rich, do you would you class um what was the name of the boxing anime that you liked on Netflix? I've forgotten the name yeah. of it. Levias. Levias, that's anime. it. That's it. That would you um would you class that as a as an example of a, a martial art based on yeah, kind of yeah. the description? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Easily, 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 easily. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool, cool. Yeah, um, yeah. La Bias, um, Megalobox, um, which is oh, Megalobox is amazing. Yeah, and Megalobox is um, amazing. Yeah, yeah. Mm. You guys, you guys told me about Megalobox. I actually watched La Bias before Megalobox, um, and then I've gone back to Megalobox to watch it again because I wasn't as invested, and they're both as good as each other. Um, but yeah, they're definitely. I'll definitely put them in a martial arts category. Like I think anything physical, where you're trying to better yourself, like Marquita said, then it also goes hand in hand with that spirituality. You could also, you know, you could probably put that, you know, as a as a subgenre. I'd even put like Dragon Ball Z. Well, I mean, I would. I mean, like you guys watch anime a lot more, but I'd even put it as like kind of leaning towards that genre as well because. Well, Dragon it is. Ball yeah, Z I mean, it, it would Dragon be classed Z as yeah, definitely arts. is yeah, martial arts genre. Yeah, okay, yeah okay. definitely. Yeah. Yeah, definitely would be um, just because of, of, of what it uh, actually. What if it's you about, think about it, much. a lot of the big shonens are martial arts or some sort of fight style based because Bleach is mm. what you'd probably be samurai type, I would say, anyway. Mm. Uh, mm. That's definitely based on martial arts. Naruto is based on your, um, your, uh, whatever it is. I can't, I can't, I'm not going to say chi because I can't remember. Chakra, that's it. Mm. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, that missed me completely yeah so a lot of these things are very much based on you you know battling your inner demons or your external demons and it's uh martial arts will be very popular but then it will always be very much tied into like the religion and the history of the of the country because japan is you know the samurai come from there that's mm-hmm. that's that's where they come from yeah yeah yeah, no doubt, no doubt. And um, just before we move on, um, do you mind quickly, Marquita, just ex- explaining what a shonen is for, for people that don't know? Well, shonen is, uh, the target audience is a sort of teen boys and they are the most popular because I think young boys are the, the greatest consumers of anime. So they, re- they tend to consume things that are, you know, based in violence. Um, <laughs> It's <laughs> the only way I can really say it. But yeah, so shonen, if it's a shonen, it's usually gonna be um yeah, something about fighting. And most of the time they tend to have very long running seasons. 
the 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 big ones anyway will have long running seasons because we we t and over here well before we had you know the internet as widespread as we do and dubbing and subbing to the quality that we have you'd only really get you know the long running ones something with like 24 plus episodes would come over here and I've, and be and be dubbed on you know a cartoon network or something and that would always be targeted at uh, young young children basically Hmm. Cool, cool. Um, there's another one that you'd mentioned earlier as well that I wanted to quickly kind of go into, and that's um, yeah. I think I'm pronouncing it correctly, Isekai. Isekai, yes. Yes, and um, so that basically, again, from kind of what I researched, it seems like that essentially just means like another world. Yeah. Um. So it's kind of, I guess. The, the best way of explaining it is maybe it's like um fantasy the the anime version of, of kind of fantasy so it's yes it definitely is that it will have that those elements to it um right. usually you'll have like a is it like an op like an overpowered main character hmm. so um i was reincarnated as a slime that was a very popular one i think that that's got a new season um has that got a new season i think it does but that came out last year or the year before so mm. that that got re that actually got another season pretty quickly. Um, that's that's a that's an isekai. Uh, Sword Art Online um, mm. is a, an isekai as well. That uh, the first season of that was really good. I tried to watch the other seasons and it didn't really grip me as there as much as the first season did. Mm. But they they definitely watch watch. And Sword Art Online is available on Netflix. Um, so. You know, you don't have to get like an extra country roll or Funimation if you're someone who's not really into anime like that. Mm. So you can watch that there. Um, and like this, so like every every season, there's at least one or two isekai style ones. One of my favorites is actually Overlord. Mm. Overlord, and I don't know what the target audience is for Overlord because it does deal, it does have some very adult moments, right? But not so adult as in teenagers couldn't watch it if that makes sense mm. no i get what you mean yeah yeah, yeah it, so it pushes Over the boundaries yeah yeah so overlord is a really good one and basically overlord starts off with um you know the main character has um him and his friends would play an online game and they were shutting down the servers basically because nobody was playing the game anymore so everybody logged in for a final farewell they all logged out and he decided that he would stay um, until they shut down the servers and they shut down the server and he was still in the game. <laughs> <laughs> so he, right. so yeah, he's, he's, he's another example of an overpowered character that's gone in, but that's, a, that's actually a really good one. So pop that on your list. That's got, I think three seasons, Jason, and that that's dubbed. And I think it's, it's dubbed as well. Okay, so, cool. So if you need, needed to watch it in the background, you could. Hmm. That's a really good one. Yeah, that that, that sounds like um, it, it's interesting. It, it's funny because uh, again, kind of reading up on um, isekai and stuff. Uh, apparently, there is, um, according to some of the articles I've read, there's a bit of a mini backlash in Japan against isekai. Really? Um, partly because apparently the, the 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 marketplace is just so saturated that yes. like audiences have got fed up with it and and they're they're kind of like pushing back now because I, I fully, a lot of the studios I, are pumping out too much of of, of this kind I of fantasy that. stuff so they've got one out this season called i got reincarnated as a spider oh no i'm a spider so what <laughs> yeah i saw that pop up 
up on my Crunchyroll recommendations, actually. Yeah, (laughs) it was like you know, you're just what I'm like. So basically, you took I'm a slime and you're running with it. Mm. Um, (laughs) That's the only way. Like I'm a slime was it was okay for me. Isekai is not one of my favorite genres, but um, uh, yeah, the Spider One ridiculous. I was just I've I've been watching it because. Sometimes I just, I'll pick an anime that's stupid that I'm just not really going to be that into just to see um, how, how, they, how they spin it. And it's, it's really running on the old tropes, but it, it seems to be taking quite a long time. Whereas the slime one ramped up pretty quickly within the first two episodes. I think I'm on episode three or four now of the I'm a spider, so what? And it still feels like they're trying to get somewhere, but they haven't quite gotten to the main event yet. So like the, the main character hasn't leveled up as fast as I thought that um, she would have, because and and this is a female lead as well. Right, so, right. Yeah, that that was ugh, ridiculous. But yes, I <laughs> fully agree with that. Isekai is so saturated. They had, I watched one where, um, it was a, a something about what would you do. They have really long titles as well. Like like what would you do if your mom was a jewel wielder? And this, this, the son <laughs> and the mom got trapped inside the, got, got sent inside this game. Well, the son got sent inside the game. Then his mom popped up later. And she was like, oh, I just wanted us to be together. And then somehow she's more OP than him. I never really watched <laughs> the first two, past the first two episodes. But yeah, mm. I was just like crying out loud. <laughs> Yeah, the the some of the um the the storylines in in some anime you're just kind of like okay, <laughs> like all right, yes. like yeah. yeah, maybe this is not for me because you're you you're just you're just not even trying really, are you? Yeah. <laughs> you're, you're not even trying. Okay, well let's round up the um the the genre chat with one which I think Rich is gonna like, uh, Mecha. Um, yeah, Mecha anime is is probably. I mean, you could argue it's one of the oldest genres, yeah. really, isn't it? In in terms of anime, because it's been I, around I for a long stand time. Okay, well, well, then we won't go to you for a <laughs> recommendation. Yeah, that was me. <laughs> is not my thing at all. <laughs> well, um, yeah, I mean, in that case, then we'll keep it brief, Rich, me and you. But um, I guess yeah. the the one that kind of comes to mind for me is uh, Mobile Gun uh, Suit Gundam. Yeah, um, that that kind of is is the one that that pops up, but um, I mean, I know you're you're a bit of a Mecca fan. So, um, what are some of the other ones that you've kind of enjoyed over the years? Well, I, I, well, to be honest, like I've I've always liked Mecca anime, but then I've only really just started getting into it in the last few years. And and it's crazy as it sounds, you know, what really got me back into it or got me really focused on it was Voltron on hmm. um on Netflix. Oh, I enjoy Voltron actually. So yeah. yes, it is classed yeah. as a Mecca. Yeah, but... yeah. And so, and and it's one, and and that 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 genre basically is just is just a genre that I think I I used to like by default because it was one of those things that I remember watching anime as a kid and seeing these robots in the background and even if I didn't necessarily like it I I do remember liking the designs and and on top of that you know it was animation I mean you know when we were kids there was there weren't channels dedicated to solely cartoons or anything like that so I would mm. just try and take it in as much as I can. But um, it's like I said, it's only in the past few years when I've really started to delve into it. It's like Mobile Suit Gundam, really, really good. Um, Voltron, I think that, I mean, I've mentioned Voltron before in, in the past episodes. The thing about Voltron is that it took a well-established cartoon and just topped it on so many different counts. Like the animation was better. 
the voice acting was better the storyline was like was like way was you know way ten, you know way better than than before as well um and then um you've got things like um g force um or battle of the planets or or gachaman depending you know what type of fan you are and, and what genre you uh, really what type of fan you are but even though they had like um you know superheroes they also had like their whole robots that they would jump into and go and fight you know the, the villains and basically it was like a, a cartoon verge of like power rangers where mm. they can't defeat the villain and at the end they need to jump into the big machine to go and fight you know whoever um but off the top of my head those are the only ones that really stick out but those are the ones that i that i really really enjoy and always go back to and there was one that was created in the west or by the us that had a really good voice cast and i think one of the voice actors was actually like a, a, he's kind of like a known um like um, american comedian um i don't i think it was called mega you know what when, when we post this up I'll, I'll add a link into that but i think that we can i think all of us can agree whether we like it or not that the thing about mecha anime is that it's played such a big part in pushing the anime genre as a whole anyway and mm. i think it's one of those things that kind of you know definitely caught the eye of like the west especially like the u.s um, I mean, for example, in, in regards to Mecca, could you also add in, um, what's the little boy who's got the, the little guns in his butt cheeks? And the little, <laughs> the, you know what I'm talking about? And he's got the, the boots, Jay, and he's got the boots, he's got the boots that um, make Astro him fly. Boy? Astro Boy, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. I would boy? never no have got way. Astro Boy from that. So you're, <laughs> you've done really well there, Marky. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Could, could that be could that be classed as as Mecha as well? I don't know. I don't know Just anything about Astro Boy. I don't even know how it came up in my head when you meant it was the boots. But you said the boots. Like, it must be Astro Boy. I, I don't know. I don't know if that would be classed as Mecha. To be honest, um, I don't mm. think so because I think um, not that there's any necessary you know kind of hard and fast rules about this. But I think by definition, Mecha is more kind of um more specifically man and robots like you know a, a separate man getting into a robot or, or a robot suit or something like okay. that okay. Um, okay. whereas i yeah, think I astro mean, boy yeah. is more of a traditional kind of sci-fi in in terms of the um the way it would be defined under anime so so i yeah. I, I don't think it necessarily is the same as that but um but although it probably borrows elements from it because uh, again yeah. you know the thing with all of these genres is that they aren't necessarily always separate from each other you know animes borrow different bits from different genres and then put it together to to create their story so you know you'll often get a lot of crossover so you can't so yeah so i couldn't necessarily turn around and go nah nah there's no way it's it's um mecca you know it, it probably mm. uses elements of of, of mecca in, in its story i can't remember because it's been so long since i've actually seen astral boy so yeah um yeah yeah, yeah. but yeah that's cool that's cool. Well, thank you guys for breaking those down. Hopefully for those of you listening um, who may be starting your anime journey as, as, as I was or, or restarting the journey. Um, if you're somebody oh, who Astro, Astro got Boy out of it. Astro Boy is actually con considered a mecha. Oh, it is. Okay, cool. It is, yeah. Okay. It okay. is actually considered a mecha. When it came out in 1963, um, yeah, the genre, it was under the mecha genre. Cool. Oh, well, perfect. There well, you there you go. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, perfect. 
Right. Well, um, let's run quickly through uh, something as well that I think might be beneficial to you listeners there. And that's for uh, a list that I came across online um, from Total Film and uh, Games Radar, which suggests eight uh, animes that it thinks are essential for beginners. So if you're somebody who's really never watched an anime before at all, or maybe just seen snippets of, of bits and pieces here and there and has had your interest peaked and wants to know where to begin, then um, a, a specific writer has put together a list here um, for Total Film Magazine of, of eight genre, um, sorry, genres, eight animes that uh, they would recommend to, to anybody who's a beginner. Um, the list is quite comprehensive, but I think there may be some disagreement amongst uh, Rich and Marquita about whether these things are necessarily brilliant. And the good thing about having the both of them on here is they can always suggest alternatives as well. So we'll go through the list quickly. Um, one of the uh, first recommendations is Death Note. Um, I definitely would recommend it. I have actually recommended Death Note to, to people who aren't um, aren't anime fans but are interested in starting out in anime and the reason why I've suggested Death Note is because I feel that it's it's the most cinematic almost of of the animes that I've seen in in recent years in a sense that its storytelling is quite linear it has a, a beginning a middle and an end um, it incorporates some supernatural elements but it's not really about those elements in, in its central story. In its central story, it's mm -hmm. about, you know, what happens if you give a, a person the ability to play God, basically. What, you know, what what would happen if, if you do that? And um, how, and, and it's about kind of how, you know, absolute power corrupts absolutely, as the old saying says. Um, and, you know, it, it really is a, a fascinating kind of cat, cat and mouse type of story as well. So so I would definitely um, recommend Death Note. Um, I, I, I don't know about you two. Uh, Rich, have you have you seen Death Note, Rich? You know what? You know me already. Like, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a more like a, a bang for my buck type of watcher. So when it sometimes when there's too much talking, I'm just like, I can't deal with this. I want to see that anime intro and I want to see punches and kickers, kick, punches and kicks, kickers, punches and kicks from the minute someone says no. So I never got into Death Note. As much as I know that you guys love it, it was never really my type of thing. It was a bit too cerebral for me. Not that I'm a stupid person. Mm. <laughs> but yeah, but I, know that you guys, I know that you guys liked it. <laughs> Do you know what? Um, Death Note Death Note is actually one of the rare occasions where I read a manga. Um, I read Death Note before I watched it. Oh, okay. And I really enjoyed the manga. Hmm. Um, personally, I don't know if I would recommend it for someone who is new to anime. And that's mainly because there is a lot of headology in there. So I would have to know what kind of series in general they like um, in order hmm. to recommend Death Note, because I would not recommend Death Note for anybody. Do you know what I mean? Hmm. Like, I feel like there's a lot, If I feel like if you watch maybe a lot of political style programs, I would mm. recommend Death Note because I think you'd have the attention span to understand where it's going. Um, but if you like to read, I think Death Note as a manga was fantastic. The series was fantastic as well. And even, even though it didn't get great reviews, the live action is still one of my faves because I think it was just, it was just a fun, it was a fun, a fun move. The fun, I think it was two of them. Yeah, it was a fun movie. 
Um, and to be clear, you're not talking about Netflix's abomination. You're talking no, about the, the I'm Japanese. Not about them, no, I'm actually yeah. talking about the <laughs> Japanese movie. Yeah, it was because um, it had a sort of it was there was something nice about it. And I know most live actions, whether the Japanese or the Western do them, the West doesn't tends not to get really great reviews. But I think if you if you read if you're a reader. The Death Note manga is fantastic. If you'd rather watch it, I'd still say watch it, but I don't know if I'd recommend that for someone new to anime. I'd really have to know what kind of storylines that they actually, um, what kind of stories they like watching in the first place. Mm. But it is a great, it's a great, it's, it's fantastic anyway. Mm -hmm. uh, next on the list for them is uh, Pokemon. Are we, now, are, we talking, now are we talking original or are we gonna we're gonna start bringing in some of the new shit that they? <laughs> that I they believe they're talking about the original. <coughs> excuse me, I believe they're talking about the original Pokemon series as opposed to kind of the later um, adaptations and, and things like that. So I'm guessing you're talking your classic Ash, Pikachu, Team yeah. Rocket, you know, Brock. The, the yeah, Brock, you know, the, the, the whole yeah. <laughs> you know, the, the, the whole shebang there. So yeah, yeah I'm assuming that they're talking about the early, early seasons really. Um, Pokemon, it's, it's weird. I mean, I would probably recommend Pokemon if, if, if this was someone really young. So if it's somebody really yeah, young yeah, who's shown an interest and, you know, or if you, yeah, yeah, that's a great example. Yeah. If you, if, if you wanted kids, something definitely. that you could watch with a really young kid, um, then yeah, you fun. know, Pokemon is From what is I cool. remember of it, it's fun. Mm. It's a fun anime. Yeah. Yeah, you know, Pokemon. See, see, I, see, I was too old for it. I, I never really got into Pokemon. Like, once again, you know what it was? Like, there wasn't enough action for me. Like, it was, as much as it was engaging and fun, like, my brother loved it. And he's give or take the same age as me. Like, I mean, we are the same age as my stepbrother. And he, like, he was like, yeah, man, no, this is wicked. And then the younger stepbrother, like, they like, yeah, man, this is wicked. And I'd come in and be like, listen, where, when are people going to get punched in the face? <laughs> like, like, you know, I, don't, I don't you know I don't want to learn yeah but no but you learn life lessons like you know like you know what I like about because Ash isn't the best that he learned something at the end I was like listen I don't want to learn do you know cautionary what tales. <laughs> yeah it's so trash as a human being I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> like he never collected them all he mm. never he, he, the amount of times it took him to win a badge yeah was ridiculous mm. like he's the worst no he's just the worst kind of <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, oh, I, I'm with you. I think Poor I, Ash. Poor Ash. I was. Um, I think I stopped. Pokemon was still in its. I think. I think I stopped paying attention after they introduced the third set of 150. So after that, I was just like, it's too much for me. And I think they've now got well over a thousand different ones. Mm. So, I mean, I play the Pokemon Go game on the sporadically on my phone. Um, which has been a lifesaver for keeping me um, healthy. I tell you what, walking <laughs> with no gyms, <laughs> it's the great, greatest game. But um, yeah, Pokemon's definitely, if you've got small kids and you just need something bright and colourful for them to watch while you do chores, pop it on. But I mean, as an adult, I wouldn't recommend it for an adult. Like, <laughs> not really that kind of show. Yeah. Yeah, no, I would agree. I mean, again... Uh... You know, it's the type of thing that if you've got young kids and you'd like something to watch with them, um, then, you know, Pokemon is is a great way of kind of getting them into um, anime, especially if they are interested in, in, in anime or showing an interest in anime. Um, you know, it's a nice, easy, gentle way to, to kind of break them into the art form. So, um, 
yeah, Pokemon's great. I mean, it's not necessarily something you're going to recommend to, you know, a 50 year old who's, who's used to, you know, blood and guts and violence, then you're probably yeah. not going to recommend Pokemon. But, you know, if it's, as said, for the type of person who, who may be interested in that, then, then that's a good uh, look, I think. Um, another on their list is Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood, which I really loved. Yeah, um, I would really, definitely recommend really that. that. Yeah, that's a um, great. And I would definitely recommend Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood as well. Um, it's uh, it, basically it's magic, it's uh, lore, it's it's um, it, it's kind of like a fantasy style mm. um, anime, isn't it, Marquita? Really? Um, yeah. Full Metal Brotherhood. I would say yeah. it definitely drops into fantasy. Um, you know, there's some scenes in it which are very heart wrenching. Like we're not going to discuss it because it's a, it's a, it's like a, it's a spoiler that never gets spoiled on the yeah. internet, is what I've noticed. Mm. So like you'll see people put a picture, and someone will be like, "I don't understand," of a specific scene in Brotherhood, and everyone mm. is just like, "Yeah, let's not go into that. You have to watch it to understand why it's so heartbreaking." Mm. But um, yeah, there's um, I would recommend Full Metal. That's a really that's a really good one, and I think it covers. You mean it doesn't it 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 has a romance in it as well without it being garish and in your face, um, and it definitely explores relationships of between you know pol like politics and all of this stuff like those kind of you know making because they're a bit of a flyaway um, sort of uh, characters aren't they they don't really mm -hmm. subscribe to the same rules as the rest of the the, the organization that they're in so it's quite it's nice because you get you. You really do get to see sort of the different uh, sides of humanity in Full Metal, so I'd recommend that. Hmm. And, and that's on Netflix as well. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So that's one to to check out, definitely. Um, I'll just run through some of the others on the the list quickly because we're running out of time a little bit. But um, uh, of course, Cowboy Bebop, the the legendary Cowboy Bebop, is on the list. Um, you know, Rich, if you want to sum that up in two or three minutes as to why people should be watching Cowboy Bebop. Well, I'm even surprised you're even going to mention my name because you know me and that cartoon. Listen, it's the best <laughs> cartoon ever, yeah? <laughs> it's, not, it's not even just the best cartoon ever. It's, it's literally one of the best programs I've ever watched. And it's going on 20 years old. I mean, let's put it this way. Anybody who's a fan of Studio Ghibli, when... What's the, what's the guy's name again? The guy who, 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 who used to run Ghibli? What's, what's the guy who passed Miyazaki. Away? Yeah, Maizaki, that's it. When Maizaki passed away, they didn't want to give it to his son. They, and they were basically saying, they were basically contemplating closing down Studio Ghibli. And they were saying that, okay, if we don't close it down, we need a replacement. And the person who made Cowboy Bebop and Space Dandy that uh, Marquita mentioned earlier on, and another anime called Samurai Shampoo. Um, oh, Samurai uh, Shampoo, yes. Yeah, something, exactly. Um, and was uh, Shinichiro Watanabe. So that's how great this guy is, and that's how great Cowboy Bebop is. That the guy who made those cartoons or those animes, they were gonna get him, or they were contemplating getting him in to run Studio Ghibli. So if that doesn't tell you how good Cowboy Bebop is already, then I, I don't know. I don't know what to say. But um, it's an amazing cartoon, which is a mashup of like multiple genres. So no matter what you like, I guarantee you, anybody can pick up an episode of this of this anime, and they will, they'll you know be straightway invested in it. So, I mean, that's, that's the only thing I can say. Hmm. 
except for me because I don't. Uh, I'm not a fan of Cowboy Bebop. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But you know, uh, yeah. <laughs> times I've tried to watch it and falling asleep is unreal. So it's not my anime, and I'm just gonna leave it at that. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? You know what? Just you gonna know what leave it is? out there. Like, <laughs> I love the soundtrack. I love the animation of it. I think you know, definitely give it a try. I always give anything a try, even if I don't like it. I still recommend things to people that I mm. I not like. So I personally, when I was when I could stay awake, the animation was great, the soundtrack was great, the rest of it just didn't grip me. So it's not, it was not for me. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, and uh, I'll run through the last couple of ones on the list as well. Um, there is, of course, Attack on, Attack Titan, on Titan. Yes, watch which it. Watch is, it. Yeah, is amazing. <laughs> amazing. I mean, I, I love it. I mean, well, I, I, I kind of, to tell the truth, third season was a little bit for me at times. Um, it, it did drag a little bit, but um, otherwise, that 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 show is amazing. Um, you know, it's it's got so much drama. It's got so much action. It's got history. It's got politics. It's got monsters. It's got you know horror. The, the it, it's got the lot. So if you're somebody who kind of likes that type of a story, then um, Attack on Titan is definitely the one. And me and Marquita have been raving about the final season on Twitter because it's just nuts. Mm. Um, and I think it is the is it the penultimate episode coming up this Sunday or is it the Penultimate? There's only been five episodes. (laughs) I thought this was a shortened season, wasn't it? Um, Or or did I get that wrong? I'll be be quite honest with you. I have um, the amount of times I've looked up what's happening with this season with it, and I still don't understand. Mm. Um, I'd have to well carry on, and I'll jump in at the end once I've figured out what the hell they're actually doing. Yeah, but um, yeah, Attack on Titan is definitely one to check out. So um, yeah, you can watch that. Sword Art Online we spoke about earlier. Um, great for fans of kind of fantasy, um, role-playing games and, and things like that. If you're into that, then check out Sword Art Online. As Marquita mentioned, it's on Netflix, or I believe the three seasons of it are on Netflix, so you can check that out as well. Um, Code Geass is one I've not seen before, but it's recommended, um, apparently Ooh. for fans of Game of Thrones. I'm not really um, sure. Why would you want to watch? Oh, I don't know about Code Geass. It's been a long time since I've watched it, but that's another one that's kind of death note That There's a mm. lot of, of, of headology in there, like I say. Mm. Um, if you're big into that kind of psychological stuff, go for it. If you're not big onto it, it might be very lost on you. Mm. And Code Geass falls under Mecca, so... And I know some people, there's a love-hate with it. So if it if it's for you, it's for you. Um, yeah, Attack on Titan, it's got 12 seasons. It's got 12 episodes up to the 1st of March. Oh, okay, right. So we still got a way to go then. Yeah, we cool. still got a way. Yeah, in your fire, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And um, finally, the final recommendation on their list is One Punch Man. Um, yeah, that's on Netflix as well, I love, it? Yeah, it's on Netflix. Um, I think the first season is on Netflix. Um, second season or both seasons I, I saw on Crunchyroll, but I think okay. um, yeah, the the first that's season fun. is on Netflix. I think that's that one's mindless, so you don't like you don't really need to be too. And it's only they're only the twenty five minutes long or something, so I think that's a good one for people who just want some fun beat 'em up type of stuff. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Exactly that. So yeah, yeah, that, that's perfect. But you know, what? I'll add to that list. Um, I mm-hmm. would what what Rich the anime Rich mentioned, Samurai Shampoo. That is a I love that. And even if you don't like the anime, the the 
soundtrack is iconic. Like mm. I, I, I watched the anime because I heard the soundtrack. Mm. Um, and I really loved it. I definitely enjoyed that. I'd, I'd recommend that for people if they like that, 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 that kind of style of um, series anyway. Samurai Shampoo mm. is definitely a good one. Hmm. Well, well, the thing is, the, the sure. funny, the funny thing is, is that basically Cowboy Bebop and Samurai Champloo, I mean, in, in basically backing up what you said and kind of contradicting what I said earlier on about if you watch it, you'll like it. That I know a lot of people that have got into it because of the music, but then at the same time, like you said, not enjoyed actually watching the cartoon. And that's hmm. been for both Cowboy Bebop and Samurai Champloo. Some people know about the cartoon but like the music uh, or let's say like, you know, like the the animation style and like the music, but don't necessarily like the storyline. But um, one thing that I'll say about Shampoo is that it's definitely kicked off this um, whole new generation of people listening to lo-fi hip-hop music, um, which which my son has been killing at the moment. Like he's eight years old. I love that stuff. Daddy, can you put lo-fi hip-hop on? And it's weird how it's only just taken off now and not to, you know, toot our own horn or anything, but I mean, me and Jason have been listening to this now, what, close to, what, over 10 years? Yeah, if, if not longer. Yeah, 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 Ten, if, if, yeah if, if not, not longer. longer than that, to be honest. So, yeah. So, so, so in regards to Shino Chiro Watanabe and, you know, creating Cowboy Bebop and Samurai Shampoo, it just shows you how much, how much the sphere of influence is in regards to anime in general, whereas, like, you may not like this, but this will introduce you to this, and this might then, you know, take you onto something else, which is still with, confined within the genre as a whole. But, um, but yeah, so I just thought I'd add it in. You know, trying to trying to get back at you for saying you look like Cowboy Bebop. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, that's that's perfect that you had the the last word on that, Rich. So yeah, um, awesome. Thank you. Um, so yeah, that's it, listeners. That's um, our anime guide slash catch up. So if if you're ever uh, out there considering getting into anime or, or wondering, or if you're an anime fan and you're just trying to kind of figure out where you go next and, and what your next show is going to be, then hopefully this has been a, a little bit of a, a guide to kind of where you can go and, and what you can do. And if you do get into it, um, let us know. You'll be uh, able to find out how to contact us via the short ad at the end of this recording. Um, Marquita, thanks a lot for coming along again. Uh, as no always, you're, you're welcome here anytime. Um, if people want to chat to you, where can they chat to you where can they find out more about made with rage and stuff like that um where um, you at you can find me on instagram yellow rage attacks is my personal um profile but i mean it's public so it's not really personal um and then we've got my um crafting page where i post uh my sewing and whatnot which is made underscore with underscore rage and on my twitter is I think it's just Yellow Rage on Twitter. And then I have a Facebook page called um, <clears throat> Marquita Cosplay and Design where I post up cos- cosplay st- type stuff. And yeah, that's where you can find me. Cool, cool. Thank you very much. Um, and Rich Kid, where can people find you, man? Uh, on Instagram, richabuse266. And it's the same thing on Twitter, richabuse266. And I'll let you do yourself and us as a ruler, if you like. Oh, thank you very much. Um, yeah, as as we said before, you know, there'll be a short uh, advert at the end of this recording, so you'll find out where you can follow us and how you can get in touch and all of that good stuff. 
Um, otherwise, this has been it. This is the end of the episode. So thanks very much for listening to us. Um, we really, really hope that you are staying safe. Um, the world is getting a bit crazy, but you know, with some of the developments going on, maybe there's a bit of light at the end of the tunnel. So we hope you will stay safe, look after each other, and we'll catch you on the next one. Peace. Peace. Thanks for listening to us. If you're down with Wulong Talks, show some love by following us on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram at Wulong Talks. You can also find us online at www.wulongtalks.com or drop us an email at wulongtalkspodcast at gmail.com. We can also be found as part of the BrickPod Scene Collective and we're also officially E14 endorsed. Search for those hashtags to enjoy more content from us and from other great British podcasters. 